hello again, it's Sarah from Weird Horizon. Thank you for joining me for another week and we're going to be continuing to look into astrology. I am joined by some good friends this week as we start to take a very beginner's approach at starting to apply some very fundamental astrology concepts to our lives, getting things like our sun sign readings and what this might signify about us, as well as some slightly more in-depth material such as looking at the modality and the gender and the cardinal sign attributed to our zodiac signs. So if that sounds of interest to you, please stick around and let's get into it. For example, what do you know? What's your foundation knowledge? Foundation knowledge would be quite apt. Um, it would be Capricorn. Um, I, according to my mother, this morning was born at uh, ten minute past uh, ten minutes past two, the hour of two. Um, I was, um, as you can imagine, uh, I am six foot four um, at the age of thirty-seven. So at the age of zero, was relatively large. <laughs> the tender and, age of zero <laughs> wasn't wasn't a. Uh, wasn't any easy. It wasn't like trying to pass a grapefruit. <laughs> it, was, it was a large, swollen boy. A blue, apparently. I was born mostly dead. I, <laughs> which is quite apt because I remained mostly dead for the rest of the entirety of my life. So, uh, in answer, um, I know nothing. On to you, Lewis. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I, I know that I'm I'm Taurus, um, but I don't know what that means. It you know um, you, you can look up horoscopes for fun, um, if you can call it that, online or or in a newspaper or whatever. And you know I know I know that some people take it very seriously. But, um, I I'm not sure um, what what Taurus really means for me. I don't know if I'm ready for. Uh, a relationship with my Tauricism. So we are going to be following a process today to generate and start to understand and analyze uh, your natal charts. So using the patterns of the stars and planets at the specific time of your birth to understand yourself uh, better, hopefully. hopefully. So we're going to be using the free natal chart generator on <laughs> justastrologythings.com. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a website. I yeah. I just so just astrologythings.com, which I just just chose out of one of them. Had to choose one, and it it spoke to me. So, which is an easily accessible chart generator with some analysis included. So, the analysis we're going to be hearing is not my own. I don't know enough about astrology to analyze your star charts. We're going to use it as a kind of jumping off point. So. So yeah, that's to say, although I've read a fair amount about astrology, we are going to kind of figure this out today, as I've never really put it into practice or used it against someone that I know. I've just sort of read about the theory of it. So we're going to be first and foremost following astrology for beginners, because okay. we are beginners, and how to read a birth chart. And then we're going to be looking at your sun sign significations, positions of a few planets, so like your moon sign, for example, and as well as a few house positions as well. If that doesn't make any sense to you, don't worry, we're going to go through it. Um, yeah, there's some puzzled faces back here. <laughs> so there's, this is act, like scratching the surface as well of what there is to analyse. This is a very, very small window into it. But we're going to start off with some of the basics. So 
I'm hoping you know the 12 signs of the zodiac. I could give it a shot. Let's, let's go. All right. I wasn't told there was <laughs> you don't have to list them, but basically all you need to know is that there are 12 signs of the zodiac and that they all have a variety of associations. So, of course, there is a symbol associated, which you might know, or you might be able to at least vaguely recognize. And there's elaborate sort of iconography as well. So there'll be like a goat, for example, or yeah. like a bull. And... and that's to do with actual, what, like star chart stuff. Like yes. that's what people saw in the sky. Or... Exactly. So they used to correspond to a specific region in the sky where there was a certain constellation. And that region was associated with the signs, basically. They were after that point standardized though because obviously the constellations don't take up a standard section of the sky so it's standardized so that there are 12 signs but basically yeah so you've got your sign with its associated constellation and sort of symbols associated with what that constellation supposedly looks like so that's a nice jumping out point for you so do you know anything about the constellation that your zodiac sign is based on I uh Capricorn is a um goat? Yeah. Yeah. A horned goat. A horned goat. Okay, that's good. That's a uh, 10 points for the me. Um <laughs> You look like Danny DeVito from from the Hercules Disney movie. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Phil. Phil, yeah, yeah, Phil. Yeah. What a fantastic name for a, <laughs> just an important role. <laughs> Phil, such an arbitrary name. Um Capricorn uh was yeah, uh what's the question? So do you know anything about that constellation? Like, have you seen it? Seen it? Yeah. In the, in the, in the stars? Mm -hmm. uh, no, that would be a lie. Yeah, I know the three lines, which is who? What, what are the three lines? Oh, no, there's, um, I know nothing about <laughs> anything at all. You're, you're thinking of Orion's belt from Men in Black. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I have seen my... my... Uh, constellation um but funny enough it, it not in the sky though on my phone no but the, there's an mm. app you can get which is called like Starfinder or or geospace or something like that and you can it, it uses geolocation but you hold it up to the sky and it will it will show you what in the daytime you know where the stars would be i've seen that and it is quite miraculous it's cool i believe i saw that on my like first iphone and then just downloaded it and thought, wow, isn't the world an amazing place? And then never looked into it. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately opened up, you know, solitaire. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I torch. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was I was just auto tuning myself back in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I could really look into the stars and then decided to open up a uh, T pain myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I I guess I I know I I know of um uh, you know so my sign's Taurus so I, I know that that's a bull you know and obviously the I mean it's quite an easy one to remember Taurus is you know, just the words, you know, you get that in other languages and stuff, you know, like the bull running or whatever. I can't remember all of the all of the constellation names and, and there's plenty of real constellations which aren't um, s symbols in, in astrology, like the Big Dipper isn't mm. a star sign. Mm. Um, or Orion's Belt, for that matter. Yeah. Mm. So to answer your question, we know nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
So your star sign is associated with a specific constellation. I've never been able to pick out my constellation, but Capricorn is Capricornius, I think, which sounds made up. It sounds fucking made up. Um, But it's got basically all the associations with what this supposedly looks like. So supposed to look like a, a goat. So a lot of the associations with the sign come from what the constellation looks like rather than the other way around, even though it could be the other way around because it's just a bunch of dots and you can make that into whatever you want. But all of these associations pretty much come from what this bunch of stars look like. But you also have some other things associated with it. So the modality of your sign, spoiler alert, some signs are better better than others, basically. Okay. They just are. Some are cardinal signs, so they're sort of the... Like cardinal, like northeast, southwest, you know, right. from which okay. other things are sort of worked really out from. Pointed out cardinal because I was just nodding like a politician. Yeah, of course. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I said cardinal. right, like yes, of course. No, no, now you said yeah. You, actually, just to uh, pause, just for the teacher, you said cardinal. You also use another word beginning with M. Modal. Mod. Meaning. This is what we're talking about: the modality. So it's to do with how fixed or how not fixed your signs are. So oh, if you're, you mean as in if you were in between, say, an Aries and a Capricorn? Kind of. It's to do with how your sign apparently approaches life. So if you're one of the cardinal signs, spoiler alert, we're one of the cardinal signs, you're kind of quite fixed, steadfast, apparently. If you are sort of a mutable sign, then the, your approach to life is supposed to reflect that. So it's quite changing. Yeah. If if your birth falls in between two signs, that's being on the cusp. Yes. Right. That's where we get the phrase. Really? Yeah. It spawns from that. Yes. Well, Stonehenge. <laughs> well, astrology's very old, isn't it? Yeah, very old, like stupid old. Yeah. Like, we've, you know, it was easier to look at the stars back in the old days. You've got nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, and there was no light pollution. Yeah. Very yeah. true. It was just you, the stars, and a ball. Yeah. Yeah, because in some ways. <laughs> It would have been way easier because all you can do really for most of the year when it's dark is just look at the sky. But also we don't have the same apps, you know. Yeah, well, the, the same apps. Swings and roundabouts. Yeah, the, the app limit, they were quite limited. There weren't a lot yeah, of apps yeah, available. Really yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the iOS 1.0. Yeah, you know, the Moses tablet didn't really catch on. <laughs> this is not a lot it can do yeah, really. You just, you just pointed it at a load of flowers. <laughs> Moses and then parts. <laughs> <laughs> this one didn't part. One star. So there's modality. So as we mentioned, we'll quite kind of come back to this. But another thing you need to be aware of is that the signs also have a gender associated with them, okay. and they also have a classical element associated ah, with them. Now this, that's interesting. Yeah, I like the classical elements are very cool. So, um, so obviously, mode we've sort of gone over a little bit but it's a way of characterizing the signs based on how much they're liable to change and evolve over time so there's a little quote here um they describe the mode in which the signs do things and the general methods they use in their approach so when we talk about modality it's kind of the viewpoint at which they come at things cardinal signs are always moving on to the next project apparently Fixed signs are usually stuck in completing projects and mutable signs can be uncommitted as a result of their relationship to the modalities. But again, it's all a matter of perspective, really. It's just different ways of looking at things. Um, do you know about the classical elements? I know a little about this, actually. I, um, it's one of those things that sort of shows up in um, 
I don't know, like children's cartoons and stuff. It's almost, uh, uh, although in, in that context, it's normally like a rock, paper, scissors sort of thing. Um, but yeah, we so as I understand it, there's sort of fire, mm-hmm. water, air slash wind, mm-hmm. and earth. Yeah, it's uh, avatar rules, yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. That's like, you know, like back in like ancient Greece, there was philosophers who sort of were like, ah, well, you know, if you pick up a rock right? That's mainly Earth, because when you drop it, it tries to get back to Earth. And, you know, water? Well, that's mainly water element, because when you drop it, it will always try and get back to the ocean. I kind of, <laughs> you know, um, th- that's the kind of the idea. It- it's also interlinked, as I understand it, with with other philosophical ideas, like the, the, the four humours people. Exactly. So you might have heard of this, like, um, uh, there's blood phlegm black bile yellow bile but and and again that's also supposed to be a way of you know understanding people you know it's like it was the basis for the for the four teenage mutant ninja turtles they've each got a (laughs) they've each got a a thing associated with them i'm i'm deadly serious but that's a that's another story um no no let's expand on that no okay (laughs) so um the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, yeah, let me just write that one down. Tap, tap, tap. Um, uh, say they're... Um, so it was bile? Oh, so, okay, no, there's two biles. So, okay, oh, sorry, look, okay. sorry. My mistake there, right, listeners. Look. So in the same way that you've you've got your four uh, classical elements, right. they are one-to-one with the four um, ancient Greek humours, which uh-huh. are uh, blood, phlegm, Black bile and yellow bile, um, mm. and each of those in turn represents a, a series of key characteristics that one sees in an individual. And if you look at the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, okay, so let's say Donatello, um, Don- which what, what would he be? So, so Donatello would be purple. He's purple, so he, as as I understand it, he's one of he's one of the two biles. Well, of course, I, f- I forget which one. Yeah. But because Raphael would be blood, I'm assuming with the red. Yes. Uh, but but it goes further than just than color coding. Okay. So so the, so the basic version is me. I'm thinking of mm, colors and ooh, humors. <laughs> which one looks like which? Well, it, well put it this yeah. way. You know, what was you... Rachel? What was Splinter? <laughs> the, these are the questions. Yeah. yeah well, okay. Scratch that itch. Put it this way. If you were to associate the color red, yes. so Raphael's color, with some kind of personality trait, mm-hmm. what would you say? Like well, a- red, red uh, conjures up the idea of anger mm-hmm. and rage and uh, hot-headedness. Right. So red, uh, sorry, blood, yes. the, the, uh, the characteristic, the, the, the blood element. Mm-hmm. The humor. Yes. The, thank you. The blood humor is, is associated with people who are passionate and right. emotional. Right. Raphael isn't just someone who's quick to anger. He's also someone who gets insulted very easily. Right. right. And passionate. Yes, exactly. Leonardo, on the other hand, you know, he's, you know, he's this born leader or whatever, but uh-huh. he's, uh, you know, he's very honor bound. He's got like a code. Uh, that he follows he's always trying to do what splinter tells him to do yes okay right okay so it's like he's like almost hierarchical he he would look at splinter and say right he's the sensei yes as he would say and then he would trickle down that way yeah donatello is okay. logical and pragmatic yeah um uh michelangelo is like a, he's, he's just a dude he's, he's just d- a dude who doesn't like pizza and surfing <laughs> absolutely man you know he yeah. parties as hard as his nes games right they are, look the, the point is that you know 
the, these humors uh, uh, have characteristics uh, associated with them. Mm. And if we take it back a step, it's the same thing with these four classical elements. They're not just applied to physical objects in the world. They also supposedly are representative of, you know, characteristics in ourselves. So if you are a, a particularly, um, you know, uh, lustful or uh, sad or, or angry person, you might be, you know, mostly made up of the fire element. So yes, so as we mentioned, each sign is associated with a classical element and this is referred to as a triplicity. So if you ever want to get into this, it's called a triplicity because um, there are four elements, so there's three signs to each element, basically. So it's got to have a fancy name for some reason. Um, so yeah, earth, air, fire, and water, and they're kind of like the periodic table of elements, I guess, in that everything can be reduced down to them, and everything is made up of a blend of them. And sort of viewing astrology in your life from this perspective can help you kind of understand the the blend and the balance that makes up a person, you know? Um, gender, I mentioned signs have a gender. Signs have a gender. They're just either masculine <laughs> or feminine. You can't just say they have a gender because signs have a gender. They just have a gender, you know? Yeah. It is based on... Have an agenda, yeah. It's based on the uh, classical element they're associated with. So we are all um, earth elements, meaning we're all feminine, so... That's nice. Uh, to, to be honest, not a surprise yeah. <laughs> for me anyway. But to be honest, I don't see a lot of people make a whole lot about the gender of the zodiac signs, to be honest. Again, it's just another list of potential um, potential qualities that it can hold. Um, and they're kind of, as you'd expect, that one will be like outward, one will be a bit inward, one will be extroverted, like that kind of stuff. Um, so there's nothing amazingly interesting to get from it, to be honest. That's why I skipped over it. Do you think it's more of a, like a masculine-feminine thing? Or a... Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, so all the sort of things you would uh, typically associate with masculine and feminine. But again, it's there's so many different ways of looking at it that it's not massively useful, I would argue. So I'm not really, we're not really going to dwell on it. But, yeah, so we've got that lot out of the way. So we are going to confirm both of your signs and the sort of symbol associated with it, as well as your modality, element, and gender. That's so you nice ready? Oh. You ready to be oh, assigned? <laughs> so Lee, you start with Lee. Hello, lovely Lee. Uh, so you are a Capricorn, as we mentioned. Sun sign, Capricorn, wonderful. Sea goat, all the goatliness that that implies. Plus, plus sea, sea stuff. Sea stuff, yeah. Got, you've got like um. Yeah, sorry, I forgot you've got like a mermaid tail. Oh, oh, sorry, just for a second when you say you are a Capricorn sea goat. I thought that was like reference points, go sea goat. Figure one, goat, it's a picture yeah, of a goat. Two yeah. horns, <laughs> no, sea goat. Okay. Um, Capricorn is one of the cardinal signs, so it is the oldest and the wisest of the earth signs. And from that is the implication of ambition and power, etc., you are an earth element, as we mentioned, and feminine, as we mentioned as well. And uh, Lewis, you are a Taurus. Oh, he's a Taurus. He's such a fucking Taurus. Oh, my God. Symbol being a bull. Uh, modality is fixed, so you can be quite headstrong, basically, like a bull. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Very bull-like in how you approach things. You've got a bull-like energy, a bullish nature. I've seen bulls. Their testes are huge. I was just about to say, you have bull-sized testes. Just swollen and engorged. Engorged being the word. Yeah. Element earth, but still feminine. So you're a feminine, headstrong. I know. How? Literally how? Um, What about you, Sarah? What are you? I'm a Capricorn as well. So, we're all horns, you, basically. We're all team horns. Hey, hey, yeah. No. A clashing of horns. So, from this very cursory little dip in the toe in, which is probably mostly what you already know about, but the the sort of signs might be a little bit different to what you know. How do you feel like this represents you? Well, so you say uh, Capricorn. Um, I immediately would bizarrely enough uh recognized with the feminine side of things mm-hmm. um i think if you but then again to bring bring it back just a couple of steps you mentioned that the majority of the signs were assigned to be feminine is that correct it's half and half half and half okay so fine it's, it's based on um Right, 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 right. So, do you want to quickly bring back that, um, bring that back up with the uh, what I would be? It would be Capricorn, mm-hmm. um, ambitious, powerful, and feminine. It's funny how it, I could have chosen powerful, but decided to choose feminine as the one <laughs> thing that I identify with, which is curious. Um, I mean, um, well, first and foremost, I would like to very very briefly say thank you very much for inviting me to be here um i've listened to all of your um podcasts i genuinely have and have thoroughly enjoyed it it's they have been fantastic um just a bit of uh, background um i'm lee morehouse i am sarah's friend slash boss um i know sarah she is a per- close personal friend and invited me onto this podcast so of all you listeners out there me being one of them hi this is fun right this is good i do apologize for the unprofessional nature of this Uh, i know that it has been majority the the vast majority of it has sounded fantastic because of sarah's um rather beautiful voice (laughs) but uh yeah so it must have been quite jarring to fall asleep with me in the background um (laughs) Yeah, so uh, um, I know nothing about being a Capricorn, but mm-hmm. from listening to your preamble on the last episode, I have been quite interested to finding out a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, the powerfulness, no, I, I wouldn't say I agree with that. Um, and the ambitious, perhaps, perhaps. I think maybe. I think the the older I get, the the more I recognise with. Like who I am as a as a as a man, rather than you know as a person, you know, if I was to identify as exactly what I am, a, a man, I guess, yeah, over over time, I, I guess, I think with age, and the fact that I do have to somehow let go of youth, which is because I'm 37, just to just to uh, just just to tell you there, um, the older I get, the closer. I realise that I am to death. <laughs> so that's uh, not funny. Uh, it's <laughs> just true. It's just true, Lewis and Sarah. Sarah has wine spilling from her nose. Um, 
it's the one thing we all share. If we are alive, we will all eventually die. But um, it's just, and now with the with the in, impending child, the magnifying glass has now turned on me, and now I'm thinking, I'm starting to question myself and think, have you got everything out of life? The answer is no. <laughs> the answer is absolutely no, no. And then if I'm now going to bring in another life, and the older, then this is the curse of being an older father. You, if if you were a young virile you know, sperm-laden 20-year-old who then just spits one out arbitrarily, <laughs> you can then just carry on doing that. But at 37, you think, I'm, and I'm also just devastatingly introvert, it's, I now have a child. And now, I, who am I? And what, what have I done? And the answer is nothing. And then I then just have this child and I now have to somehow outlive. And, just, <laughs> and then just think to yourself, wow, this is really... Quite, it's yeah, go ahead. So, sorry, I just, maybe I got the wrong end of the stick. My apologies. Did you just say somehow outlive? Yeah, because <laughs> what if he dies? What if he dies before me? And then that one, I would have crippling guilt to see. And there's nothing worse than being a, a parent and then seeing a child die. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't want that to happen. Okay, fair enough. Just, <laughs> no, would you say you've got ambitions? For your kid? Yeah, to be nothing like me. That would be, uh, yeah, the one thing that, all jokes, obviously all jokes aside, my relationship with my father is very strong and he had always wanted to get the most out of me. But I failed in that regard because I bollocked it all up and just kind of laughed and joked around. But it would be nice to ha- pass on to my son and say, "Look, I know I know you're funny because you have taken half of my <laughs> genes and half of your mother's genes. So there's going to be some kind of funny in there. But for the love of God, you're not that funny, <laughs> and you will never be Jimmy Carr. You know, you, you're going to have to knuckle down because it only just happened to be." that I'm in my situation because of my father helped me and I'm not going to do the same for you. You're going to have to find your own way. I wish that's the one thing I wish my old man said to me, you have to find your own way rather than, here's some money, <laughs> work it out, you know? It's no, a, I, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Sounds pretty Capricorn to me. Okay. It's just so classically Capricorn. Doesn't know who he is, not powerful, not ambitious and definitely, definitely feminine. What would you like to know about I would love to. I like the idea of becoming more introspective as you get older. I think that's a a natural thing that that happens to everyone. Um, So maybe this is an ideal time to do it. Maybe this is why people like making charts, like natal charts when people are born is like been a facet of astrology since the very beginning. So it could be that this is part of the, weird collection of feelings you go through when you're going to have a child I don't know like you're the first one out of our you know group of people to fucking go through it like a trailblazer because <laughs> no one's had a child before apparently. <laughs> and also like it's I went to play Risk the other night but what I found out was I wanted to play a game of Risk and just thought you know let's have a lovely game of world domination and it turned out to be five or six men in a room voicing their deepest, darkest 
feelings, which was lovely. And and, and uh, unfortunately, I do find myself. I am the, I am the provocateur. I definitely like to to do that. You know, it's um, engage with those kind of questions. I like to do it, especially with men, simply because men are this coiled up spring. Mm. Uh, you know, I mean, straight. I, mean, I would, I would. If you are a a straight man, I can pretty much guarantee that you are as wound up as tight as possible and don't remotely talk about your feelings at all, let alone to your friends or close family members or wife. That's kind of it's a given. It's kind of a tick. That's the, that's the way it is. And then having these six close friends next to me and they would all you you'd have one drink and it's how are things? Yeah, everything's fine. I have six drinks, and all of a sudden, wow, that tongue does loosen. You know, it just starts to wag, and once it wags, you can never stop that tongue. And it's just, it, it's like, well, why does it have to be like this? Could you not just, could you not just talk to me, you know, sober? And it, yeah, it's just the way it is, unfortunately. No, but yeah. you, no, we have. You need you need something to push it. Like that's one of the things I've learned about astrology is like it is useful in that it can be a framework to force people to do some inward thinking. Like because if something is in front of you saying this is what you are, and I can identify with that. Yeah, you don't talk to anyone. You are so wound up that no one knows your feelings except yourself. It's so buried deep down. It could come from astrology. It could come from you know psychoanalytics. If someone's putting that in front of you. It's a tool to start that conversation, you yeah, know? With yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, if you've ever had like a difficult choice to make and you're being indecisive and then someone says, makes the decision for you, you know in that instant if you disagree with that notion or not. You yes. know, if, if uh, you know, and it, it's, it's like you say, it's a framework to help you come to an understanding. I'm glad you said that. I came up with exactly the same thing. It's like the coin flip thing where someone's like, oh, I don't care. A or B. All right, we'll flip a coin on it. As soon as you reveal that coin and it says what it says and you feel a way about that, you know what you wanted it to be. It doesn't matter how you got to that decision. It's a way of getting you to the point where you know what you want to feel about yourself, whether it's positive or negative, you know? Not to sound um, flippant, but when it comes to this, I was ready to walk in this room and just say just how much bunkum this is. <laughs> I was going to lambast anything you could possibly throw. But if you consider just for a moment that this could potentially be the scaffold to your foundation of who you are and, and if you were lost or if you had were having a hard time and thought to yourself who am I where can I how can I build on this and if this is that scaffold if this is your foundation and this helps you grow as a person then go for it Mm -hmm. and and I'm looking forward to finding out a little bit more yeah what a powerful tool you know yeah potentially yeah grow as a person is the thing because like it can be very very powerful I think there's some people who use it as an excuse not to grow (laughs) <laughs> and just use it as an excuse. Be like, oh yeah, it's just it's just because I'm a Capricorn, you know. It's just it's just what we do. I'm, I'm, I'm an Aries. Yeah. 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 But I think Get you have to come at it girl. from. We're gonna. Just as a no one no one refers to as a, as a cancer girl. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not a thing. Someone who is star sign cancer, not someone with cancer. Yeah, I can see how that. Just might like be. to make that clear. Well, let's. Go on, because I think, yeah, you have to come at it from the right perspective. I was the same as you when I started reading about this because 
um, the only people who I knew used astrology used it for the absolute wrong reasons. Just to confirm that what they were doing is correct yeah. and they would ignore anything to the contrary, you know, which is just not useful. Yeah. yeah you're, it's something you can actually blame on. Yeah. You're it's not doing the work. Oh, I'm an Aries. You know what I'm like. <laughs> so I'm going to read about what you are as a Capricorn and then I'm going to read about what you are as a Taurus. Let's so. Let's you got your ears peeled. It's slightly edited because I had to take out all the references to... Robot ears, stand by. All that sensuality and shit. Uh, so Capricorns are all about hard work. So people born under this sign are glad to work a full day in the office, knowing that they will take a lot of those days to achieve success. Uh, Capricorns are determined and ambitious. They know they will make it. They see life as a big project and adapt to it with a business-like approach in all that they do. I'm just looking at you now and just, okay. Uh, Capricorns are also very practical as they finish tasks one step at a time and stay realistic in their endeavors. These people are very dedicated to their goals, nearly to the point of stubbornness. He's nodding his head, nodding his head. Uh, the goat is a symbol of Capricorn. Goats want to climb to the top of the mountain. They want fame, success, money, and prestige. Capricorns can be domineering, maybe even a little bit egotistical, but to them, it's all part of being a leader with new ideas, as in line with the cardinal quality of this sign. Saturn rules Capricorn. In ancient Roman mythology, Saturn was the father of multiple gods. And kind of like the top of the food chain, this parallels in the Capricorn sun sign. The god wants to be at the top and they're intelligent enough to know they have to work for it. Capricorns are very competent. They have mature qualities and good common sense. In line with it being an earth sign, they are very down-to-earth people. They prefer to stay in the real world and get to work. And they're basically the business people of the Zodiac. So they'll see that their job is well done and to the best quality that they can give. So how do you feel about that? I, you know what, all jokes aside, um, there is a lot, there is a lot of them that I uh, recognise. Um, there's a couple of bits of um uh frippery and you know um uh, technically uh bullshit um uh, <laughs> I, I i wouldn't the the fame and i would say flattery of a lot of it as well yeah it's a little bit it, there's, there's there's too much um yeah the, it, the the shine the the egotistical the fame no i that's that's no that's not true the one thing that i do um i am to the the best way to describe it is if I was to cook dinner for um, my wife uh, Ruth, I would follow that to the. You know, to, I would dot every I and every lowercase J. It would be a tick box exercise, and that's the way that I see myself. Um, but if I don't have structure, then I fall apart. The wheels fall off. And I just go into free fall or I get drunk at three o'clock on a Tuesday and do a podcast rather than do, do, <laughs> rather than do the very important work and pay important bills. Um, this is the most important thing you yeah, well, you know, it's true. But, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, but I do. All jokes aside, I do recognize um, I, I actually do seriously recognize a lot of myself in there. But the one thing it misses um, and one thing I do notice um, within this read-up and all read-ups is the distinct lack of negativity. 
the one thing from from the uh, the preamble that you've read about Capricorns, or is that, is that all Capricorns? A little bit of uh, info to where this is going. So Capricorn is your sun sign. So your sun sign is just one part of your personality, basically. So what this doesn't touch on is the uh, the emotional level beyond underneath all of this. Your sun sign is just the sort of image that you put out to the world or the image you want to put out for the world. So it's going to miss uh, basically everything that's going on underneath the surface. Oh. So it feels very incomplete yes. and like it's quite flattering. But like I said, this is dealing with the perceptions that people want to put out into the world. Right. right. So that might make it okay. a little bit more okay. clear. Interesting, because this, as, as you quite rightfully said, this is literally one half of the, uh, of the tale. You could... You, you couldn't possibly go in, pick up uh, the sun. Um, well, your first mistake would be picking up the sun. Um, <laughs> but if you were to read a newspaper and then it would say, you know, Capricorn, blah, blah, blah. And everything's positive, everything's positive. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing the flip side of this. Mm -hmm. um, I can only hope it would be, um, if I was to look at myself, it would be... Uh, you will trip yourself up at any opportunity. Your life is one big skip rope and you are about to fall and land on your teeth at any moment. Um, and this is the kind of thing that you, they don't talk about. But this is the kind of thing... <laughs> this, this is the kind of thing that I live with. It's. It might be great. It might be you are the boss of all 12 animals and you are going to be reach the top. But what it doesn't talk about is that how bloody hard it is to get there. And that you, and it's not just the the road to get there, is I'm constantly trying to trip myself up. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't mention that, this is a load of old balls. Drop mic. You have a little ruminate with that um, for now. Says so I think knowing you as long as I've known you, yeah, there's parts of this that definitely I would say reflect you pretty well um parts not so much again i don't know what's going on inside your brain so you know i can't know everything <laughs> i know some of what's going on inside your brain yeah so for sake of like brevity i couldn't do all of my ones as well because i've kind of gone over your sun sign your moon sign your ascendant sign and some of the houses that's quite a lot so i couldn't do mine as well but i will definitely calculate mine for you as much as i know i don't know when i was born well i know the date but i don't know when um because it's very interesting it and is, yeah it genuinely is. and like i said going over with people that you know and have known for a while and you feel like you know a little bit beyond just the surface of what they put out of the world is quite interesting it's interesting to hear what you know other uh, you know when someone says oh these are supposedly my characteristics and they go and that's not me and they go let's do yours now lewis then go on go on i'm ready so lewis you are a taurus so taurus is all about harvesting the fruits of labor so they are practical well-grounded adoring comfort and surrounding themselves with pleasing and soothing things all right uh, stability is very important to a Taurus, and that also makes them one of the most reliable signs of the zodiac, as they are ready to endure and stick to their decisions until they are satisfied. Got like a slight nod of the head. I'm, 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 
I mean, okay, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm... There's more to it. So, like Virgo and Capricorn, Taurus is an Earth sign, meaning this sign is able to view things from a realistic and grounded perspective. It is easy for them to stay on the same projects until they are completed. Though they may seem stubborn at times, this can also be interpreted as a quality of commitment. This makes them great employees and long-term friends as they are always there for the job. The ruling planet of Taurus is Venus, the planet of beauty, love, creativity and gratitude. This makes Taurus people excellent cooks and artists. They do not like sudden changes um, and are slightly dependable on their emotions and other people that they cannot let go of. Despite any emotional challenges, though, these individuals can bring a practical voice of reason in discordant situations. Does it yeah. feel like a glowing report? Yours is a very good report card, yeah. 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 You should see the flip side. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievably damning. Uh, yeah, Simmering between the surface. <laughs> you are a cataclysmic ass. I, I, I feel that, that some of, again, some, quite... Quite a lot of that, I, I feel, rings true. Um, at least, it, it certainly, that's how I'd like to be seen. I'd certainly like to exude that kind of mm, feeling. Your, yeah, your portrayal, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think, you know, I, so I certainly admire, um, you know, people or historical figures or, or whoever who can deal with with obstacles and problems um simply and efficiently uh so um the the idea of 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 tourist people being sort of uh, um you, you know pragmatic and dependable and uh, and that kind of stuff that that sounds very appealing i guess mm. so um i can attest to that yeah. from from being a i would i would like to consider myself with us three as close friends, mm. I there's a there was a lot of that that I can I thought yeah that's Lewis, that's Lewis. Oh no, you're making me blush. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I I just think that to be true. Oh, gosh. Um, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd like it to to be true. I, I don't see it as a, as a negative thing uh, necessarily. I can understand why it might be interpreted as such, but the the idea of that you said something um, about. Uh, you know, um, being dependent on on emotional state and, mm. and stuff like that. Um, I, I think that's true. You know, I'm I'm a fairly emotional person. You know, I sort of react to things quite um, you know, wildly sometimes. I will admit. Um, but I, again, you know, I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. That's just like a thing. I think that's fairly accurate. Um, and I'd like to think I'm I'm committed uh, in in yeah, relationships. Very much so. Yeah. I think the. Uh... When it comes to intellect, um, which I think I think it touches on, um, I think when it with your emotional side, um, when you mix those two, that's quite palpable, because you can you can in, you can be quite introspective. You can then listen to the words for the amount of times that I've come to you uh, for an ear. Um, you listen to the words I say, and then you very calmly give your side of things, which is. That's that's a gift, you know. That that that's you know because you take the time to listen, and yeah, that's that's important. God, does it say anything about Tauruses not being able to take compliments very well? <laughs> I'm sure it will come up, honestly. 
I, I was going to say, like, I, when I went into this, I expected basically any of these signs to be applicable to literally anyone. Mm-hmm. I expected them to be just swap them out. You can apply, you know, I could take the, the, the blurb for your Capricorn thing and I could read it out for Lewis and it would be like it didn't make In, a difference. Indistinguishable, But yeah. I honestly can't say that it's the case. And that is surprising I, to I, me. I'm actually quite surprised because I thought it would just be generic. It's quite um, very fine brushstrokes. Very, very unbelievably fine brushstrokes. But there's some truth here. Yeah, I went in with rock bottom expectations for this. You know, I'm not a, a particularly spiritual person. You know, I, you know I'm open to to ideas mm. but you know I'm, I'm very i don't feel like i'm convinced by a lot of uh you know uh, spiritual like i say when your expectations are that low you just don't expect you know to actually find something when you dig a little deeper you absolutely know? yeah 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 and i think um the, the the most surprising thing is i'm i'm actually quite enjoying it it's <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, and I, 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 and I can see, I can see why people enjoy this because if you can tap into it, and then and find a part of you, a reflection of you in the words that you know whoever has written it, and it speaks to you, doesn't it? Oh, for sure. You yeah. know, and it can. It, it, I can only assume if you were in a bad state of mind and you pick up, you know, the Guardian and it says something positive and that can put you in a, in a in a positive spin so even if it's hokum but it makes you feel better mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i'm for that yeah like it doesn't as as horrible as this sound it doesn't take a lot it does not take a lot to sort of turn a mood around sometimes yeah like i remember i was i was at work the other day and i was pretty stressed and i was like i checked my phone i was on a break i got on twitter and someone has shared a picture and it's just a picture of a dog it's just a picture of their dog. And they're like, just in case you need it, here's a picture of my dog. And I was just like, do you know what? I, need- <laughs> I fucking needed that picture yeah, of the dog. I needed that pug. Yeah, it was a picture of someone else's dog that I will never meet. It, that dog could be dead for all I know. <laughs> That's a turn. But you know, it, does, it doesn't take a lot. I know we like to think that human brains are so fucking complicated, and they are very complicated, but it doesn't take a lot to turn that perspective just a little mm. bit. You know, you don't need to radically overhaul how you feel about yourself and your personality to sort of put yourself on a slightly better track. Absolutely. Um, so quick question before we go on. This is a criticism that people have of astrology, the idea that if your life is kind of mapped out from you from the get-go, that that can be quite constraining. Do you well, agree that that is constraining? Well, I mean, if, if, if your life... Yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine how that wouldn't be constraining. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm i not comforted by the idea of, uh, you know, destiny, for example. You know, the, the idea that, that things are planned out in advance. Yeah, like Neo from Matrix. Yeah, you know, when he says, um, do you believe in, in fate? Because I know I don't like the idea that my uh, that my life is like already for, you know, in, uh, yeah. written for me, which I completely agree with. Yeah, you, you want... I want to to imagine that you know if if I had a premonition of something bad happening, I could do something about it, or you know if um you know that if if I had you know some ideal or, or an objective I wanted to get to, some the things that I did would matter. Yeah, you know, and 
you know, I understand that there's stuff that's way outside of my control, but, but that's fine as well, because when that happens, it, you know, if someone came to me and said, well, it's fine, it was just part of the plan, mm. you know, that's not comforting. No, that's, it's not. It's just like, oh, right, so it didn't matter what happened. I could have stayed at home and everything would have been the same. Yeah. That's it's strange. like your, your life was on rails. Yeah. Gaming reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Like this idea of a, a plan, the, the plan can be helpful if you are if you feel like you're actively engaging with the plan. If you have some sort of control over creating this plan and that you're moving forward in it, that can be creative because you feel like you're moving forward all the time. But if the plan's set out for you, that's not comforting at all. <laughs> I um uh, I I actually just put my hand up like a, like a, like a child. Um, there was something that I haven't. I think I've told probably two or three people simply because of the um, uh, because of the nature of it, or potentially. Side note: This could be something we could talk about later on in in another podcast. Mm-hmm. The idea to pick up from where Lewis left off, the idea that you are on this track and you had no way of controlling that track. That sounds terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. That you are you are born to follow this road and no matter what happens, no matter what choice you make, you are born to follow this. No, that sounds awful. So this is to get to the uh, bedrock of my point. I was sat in uh, the Lewinick Lodge in Newquay. And I was with um, my parents and my dog. And I had Rue, and Rue was very, very young. And That's the um, dog, by the way. The, yeah, the dog was young. And uh, she was scratching on my leg, and I thought, right, she needs to go out to the bathroom. And there was a lady next to us, just just there. But I noticed that she was there. And as I'd left to take the, uh, the dog out uh, to go to the bathroom... This lady had followed me, and I knew she'd followed me, which I thought was slightly bizarre. And she tapped me on the shoulder and said, I hope this doesn't sound strange, but I'm a medium, and I have been a um, a medium for the police in London for many, many years, and have helped to solve many cases. And I just wanted to say to you that in the near future you will have to choose if you are going to live in Spain or Italy. And I looked at her with, as you can only assume, complete bemusement. And I just said, well, when? (laughs) And she said, well, she just looked at me and smiled and nodded and said, sometime in the future, you will have to choose whether you're going to have to live in Spain or Italy. And then she tapped me on the shoulder and then left. And I thought, well... That's exciting, but also, when the fuck am I going to live in Italy? (laughs) It was so unbelievable. Whilst I'm watching this very tiny, small French bulldog trying to go to the toilet, I'm now quivering with anticipation. My hands, my palms are sticky with promise that I could potentially live in Spain or Italy. But when? But she tapped you on the shoulder. She did. Twice. Yeah. Were That's you cursed? Crazy. That feels like a curse. Yeah. Like it's like I'm cursing you to have to. Yeah. To, Unbelievable. To with yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. That's the thing. It's never this 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 happened five years ago, and I swear to God, not a day has passed when I could think, "Is this the day I move to Italy?" Because I'll tell you right now, that choice isn't there. I will move to Italy tomorrow. <laughs> but the, the, the but when but when I think that that I mean oh, the. I, 
that would be exciting. I would love to talk about like mediums and just mediumship yeah. because in general. Because people have solved cases, found bodies. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that is just like, it cannot be explained when it comes to this stuff, which is very interesting. Very much so. Um, I'm well into that. Uh, <laughs> Spain or Italy? Italy. All right, it's Italy. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Twitterverse is Italy. <laughs> house chooses Italy. Anytime. I can't believe how just... Oh, she knew what she was doing when she came over. Imagine just going up to random people and just giving them this idea that will you know will stay in their brain forever. I haven't told... And the image of you will be in their brain forever because it's just so... Like, I went back inside and I mm. was with my um, ex-girlfriend, Becky, and my parents, and I came in and it was as if I'd like seen a ghost. Mm. They said, are you okay? I said, yeah, I'm fine. It's just... And I couldn't do it. I couldn't say that woman there. You know, you know, I had to wait until she left. And, and then when she did eventually leave, I, you know, I was you know, quivering at the idea of I, I have to make this choice. Maybe I will move to Italy or Spain. But it's so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. It could be I'm going to learn the language, Spanish or Italian. But no, she literally said you are going to have to make the choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got, yeah, 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 yeah. Is was that my choice? I'll go to my deathbed and I think, really? I had to choose where I was going to be buried, Italy or Spain. <laughs> Doctor Morehouse, your baby's going to be delivered soon. It's like brilliant. Uh, we've got two nurses. <laughs> <laughs> Nurse one's, Italy. <laughs> yeah, one's in Italy and one's in Spain. One leaves. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a like a trolley problem. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that happened, and uh, and I'm still, I'm still thinking about it. When will it happen? Thank you for joining me again this week. I am Sarah from Weird Horizon. If you would like to give me some feedback or give me some ideas for some future concepts you'd like me to cover, interact with me however you like but you can find me on twitter as weird horizon i've got a bit of an idea about where we're going to be going in the future but for now we're just sticking a little bit more with astrology so if this floats your boat stick around we've got more coming if this isn't quite for you i'd say in another couple of weeks we'll be onto something new and a little bit different so hopefully i will see you there bye